Hello, I'm Kurt Becker. Thanks for joining me as I take another stroll through racing history presented by Keeneland. He was a champion and a Breeders' Cup winner. He was one of the most successful sires of our era, and he was also a testament to the wisdom of being patient with a racehorse. His name was Spikestown. Fold on February 1st, 1998 at Taylor Made in Nicholasville, Kentucky, Spikestown was a chestnut son of Gone West out of Silken Cat by Storm Cat. While his sire was popular and ranked among the leaders of his generation, Spikestown's mother was an accomplished performer herself, having won the Sovereign Award as Canada's champion two-year-old filly of 1995. She also happened to be the source of her son's chestnut coloring. Bred by Aaron and Marie Jones, Spikestown was offered as a yearling at the Keeneland July sale, with Taylor Maid acting as agent on the Joneses' behalf. On the advice of Kentucky-based bloodstock agent and Canada native Dan Kenny, and also on the advice of trainer Todd Fletcher, Canadian pharmaceutical executive Eugene Melnick bought Spikestown for the price of $2 million. Melnick, a native of Canada, made his home in the Caribbean on the island of Barbados. He would thus choose the name Spikestown for his cult, with Spikestown being the name of a port city on the island's northwest side. Fletcher, a former assistant to D. Wayne Lucas, was 32 years of age and in only his fourth full season operating his own stable when Spikestown was a yearling. But he had already enjoyed success with Melnick, having won two legs of the Canadian Triple Crown in 1998 with the Melnick-owned Archers Bay. Fletcher told us by phone this week that a key to Spikestown's success as a racehorse was the fact that Melnick was willing to be patient. Fletcher put it into context by noting that Melnick had given $2 million for a colt which would take five years to reach his full potential. In fact, a combination of issues would cause Spitestown to be away from the races for nearly two full years at one point, but Melnick was willing to wait. Melnick himself commented on this in 2004 when Spitestown won the Breeders' Cup Sprint. Melnick said, quote, The moment a horse shows any sense of fatigue or distress, bring him to the farm, give him a little time. The end result is you can win a Breeders' Cup that way. Just give a horse time and eventually he will blossom into what you always dreamed he would be." End quote. Spicetown at age six had indeed become a Breeders' Cup winner. It capped a brilliant campaign in 2004, which also saw him win three consecutive grade two races, the Churchill Downs Handicap, the True North, and the Vanderbilt. Still, there had been at least some mild concern heading into Breeders' Cup weekend. In his final outing before the Breeders' Cup, Spitestown had finished third as the odds-on favorite in his Grade 1 debut in the Vosburg after stumbling at the start. And then there was the matter of his final workout, which daily racing form had described as less than encouraging when he struggled to keep up with his workmates. Fletcher says, quote, Angel Cordero was on him and I had told him to keep him on the outside that this horse hated to be inside of other horses, but I guess he misunderstood the instructions. He ended up putting Spikestown on the rail, and Spikestown finished the work about five lengths behind the rest." End quote. Those concerns notwithstanding, Spikestown went to the post for the 2004 Breeders' Cup Sprint at Lone Star Park as the lukewarm 7-2 favorite with John Velasquez aboard. Tom Durkin with the call. Astonishing pace here by Longshot Abundanza. Here comes Goldstorm to the attack of the outside, and Spikestown down at the rail. Those three heading into the final for long together. Spikestown comes away with the lead. Spikestown in front. Goldstorm battling on, but he is now spent. My cousin Matt, a long shot threat coming 
away. Buonatelli on the far outside. Kilo's coming late too, but it's going to be Schmeichtown. Schmeichtown wins by two on the wire. In what would be the final start of his career, Spitestown had won the Breeders' Cup Sprint and had clinched an Eclipse Award. It made for an incredible weekend for Pletcher, who earlier in the day had won the Distaff with eventual champion Ashado, all of which made for a fantastic homecoming for the Dallas native. Following that race, Spitestown retired to stallion duty at Windstar Farm in Versailles, Kentucky, and became what Elliot Walden of Windstar called a foundational sire for the organization. With 138 stakes winners and 26 grade one winners, the latter ranging from six furlongs to a mile and a quarter from 16 crops of racing age. Spitestown was a true six to seven furlong horse, says Pletcher. I had believed he would make a good sire, but I will admit his versatility surprised me. Spitestown died one week ago on Friday, December 8th at the age of 25. His legacy lives on through that versatility as a sire, and it also lives with regard to his racing days, for he leaves us with a lasting reminder that sometimes the road to a championship is paved with patience. Please join me again next week when I take another stroll through racing history presented by Keeneland. For HRRN, I'm Kurt Becker.